You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath Podcast and Radio Show, where we take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word, and then we come to the studios here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. It is Wednesday, September 29th. Man, the month is almost gone. It's almost Pastor Matt's birthday. Yeah, it is almost. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, the 30th. I remember that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, right. my first born. He's my firstborn. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I remember all my kids' birthdays. We're almost to the fourth quarter, too. Like, the fourth quarter. That's what happening. I was going to say. It yeah. may get cool in the next 30 days. Whoa. For a usually, day or two. Usually Halloween, uh, end of October, will start. it starts to break. So, man, we're on, we're on our way. We are on our way. Come on. So, anyway, welcome, everybody. Tell the, Pastor Brian Moore's with me today yeah. to do the program, and uh, he's going to tell you how to get dialed in on morning breath. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways actually you can get connected to the show and uh, you can go to our East Coast app. Uh, that's a great way to get all the things East Coast uh, going on, but go to the app or go to our website eccc.us and all the uh, past chapters and where we're headed. You know, when I, I went to the app to, to do this, I, I'd like to go to the app and, you know, click on podcasts and then it's, you know, there's a chapter list there. It's a yeah. great way to go. You can call the church office 321-452-1060 and uh, you can call the church office. Let us know that you'd like to get a, a chapter list for Morning Breath. We want to stay on, you know, on target with that. They could get you one of those. They'll send it out to you in the mail or email. And uh, most importantly, we want you to get on board with the Word of God. It will change your life. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of the Word of God, we've got ECCU classes beginning next week. Yeah, it's uh, that's another great way to take a step in your in your walk with Christ. And you yes. want to learn a little bit, you want to grow a little bit. There are ways to audit, and that means you get to sit in the class and learn without um, without the expense of the university. Or you can jump in the university and grow and actually get degrees. And uh, you know, in all sorts of different options, actually. No. Absolutely, we'd love to have you. What else is going on? We got a couple other fun events for uh, for men and uh, in our in our church and in, throughout our community. There's a Wolfpack Backyard Games uh, weekend coming uh, October the 16th and 17th, and come be a part of that. Or there's actually a Fall Classic Cruise in a car show Woo-hoo! out of the Arcoco campus on the 16th as well. Uh, October 16th, that is from 10 a.m. to 2. You can get more information about all these things at eccc.us forward slash events. Lots of events, lots of things. And, uh, man, plug in. Come back into the community if you've been away for a bit. These are great outdoor events, actually, to go yes, and be yes. a part of and, you know, feel safe, feel comfortable. And there's a great indoor activity as well called church every weekend. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, Wolfpack is what we call the men's ministry at East Coast. So if you are a man, you are part of Wolfpack. Yeah. We would love for you to connect with men. I Oftentimes, men out there feel isolated or yeah. feel disconnected. This it's is a way for you to connect and have fun It's easy to happen. <laughs> it's easy for men or women. It's not yeah. just men. It's yeah. easy in this season to just kind of pull away and get isolated. be out there. But let's get connected. Let's let's do life together. Absolutely. So we are in Second Samuel chapter 16, and uh, we are in a crazy season in david's life his son absalom has rebelled brought out you know uh gathered an army his dad has left town his dad of course being david has left town and we now find david on his journey leaving jerusalem and headed for the wilderness to hide out and be on the run like he was when saul was after him he's got this sort of replay of that season in his life coming up and he's not a young man anymore. And I don't know how old he was is right here. I know he was 50 when he had the relationship with Bathsheba. Well, and so he's probably 60-ish. Well, um, he's not a kid. 
and he's you know his army won't let him go out and fight with him yeah. because they're they're concerned for him but anyway that's where we're at we're picking that up in chapter 16 not too long of a chapter i'll read the first 11 will that work yeah sure what what translation i got the new living translation today okay i'm gonna read new king james for the first half all right get you started pastor dan i say to you read sir when david was a little past the top of the mountain there was ziba the servant of mephibosheth who met him with a couple of saddled donkeys and on them 200 loaves of bread, 100 clusters of raisins, 100 summer fruits, and a skin of wine. And the king said to Ziba, What do you mean to do with these? So Ziba said, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride on, the bread and the summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine for those who are faint in the wilderness to drink. Then the king said, And where is your master's son? And Ziba said to the king, Indeed, he is staying in Jerusalem. For he said, Today the house of Israel will restore the kingdom of my father to me. So the king said to Ziba, Here, all that belongs to Mephibosheth is yours. And Ziba said, I humbly bow before you that I might find favor in your sight, my lord, O king. Now when King David came to Bahurim, there was a man from the family of the house of Saul whose name was Shimei, the son of Gera. Coming from there, he came out continu- or cursing continuously as he came. And he threw stones at David and all the servants of the king of King David. And all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. So Shimei said thus when he cursed, Come out, come out, you bloodthirsty man, you rogue. The Lord has brought upon you all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. And the Lord has delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom, your son. So now you are caught in your own evil because you are a bloodthirsty man. Then Abishai, the son of Zariah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Please let me go over and take his off his head. But the king said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zariah? So let him curse, because the Lord has said to him, Curse David. Who then shall say, Why have you done so? And David said to Abishai and all his servants, See how my son who came from my own body seeks my life? How much more now may this Benjamite let him alone and let him curse, for so the Lord has ordered him. All right, verse 12, uh, 2 Samuel 16. And perhaps the Lord will see that I'm being wronged and will bless me because of these curses today. So David and his men continued down the road, and Shimei kept pace with them on a, near, on a nearby hillside, cursing and throwing stones and dirt at David. The king and all who were with him grew weary along the way, so they rested when they reached the Jordan River. Meanwhile, Absalom and all the army of Israel arrived at Jerusalem, accompanied by Ahithophel. When David's friend Hushai and the archite arrived, he went immediately to see Absalom. Long live the king, he exclaimed. Long live the king. Is this the way you treat your, your friend David? Absalom asked him. Why aren't you with him? I'm here because I belong to the man who is chosen by the Lord and by the men of Israel. Hushai replied, And anyway, why shouldn't I serve you? Just as I was your father's advisor, now I will be your advisor. Then Absalom turned to Ahithophel and asked him, What should I do next? Ahithophel told him, Go and sleep with your father's concubines, for he has left them here to look after the palace. Then all Israel will know that you have insulted your father beyond hope of reconciliation, and they will throw their support to you. So they went, so they went, set up a tent on the palace roof where everyone could see it, and Absalom went in and had sex with his father's concubines. Wow, the New Living Translation. Go ahead. Pretty blunt. So Absalom <laughs> followed Ahithophel's advice just as David had done. For every word Ahithophel spoke, 
uh, spoke seemed as wise as though it had come directly from the mouth of God. Ah, men. Ah, men. Whoa. See, mine didn't end there. Oh. I have one more line. So was all the advice of Ahithophel, both David, both with David and Absalom. So it just was a little different. I apologize for it. Uh, no problem. I don't miss that on men very often. That's all right. We want to try again? No. Oh. I'm good. All right. Um, I don't want to read that stuff about Going Absalom into the concubine. Yeah, the concubine stuff. That's pretty rough. Um, what's couple things stood out to me um, in this chapter. One of them was in the very beginning when this guy Ziba, who was Saul's in charge of Saul's, all of Saul's stuff, and when David found this guy Mephibosheth, yeah. crippled son of Jonathan, he put Ziba as a servant to him to take care of all of Saul's stuff on behalf of Mephibosheth. So now this guy meets David on the hill, has a couple of donkeys or a whole string of donkeys. It's a little confusing in the original language, which it is. And um, he meets him with flattery. He meets him with gifts. And I will say this, the world smiles uh, very often or more dangerous than its frowns. And um, was he lying? There's a 95% (laughs) chance he's lying. Now, it's hard to know because all we get is, is Mephibosheth's word later in the book of 2 Samuel. And so it's his word against mine. So yeah. that's kind of hard. But what, what I saw out of this is be careful making decisions. And I saw uh, several things that were would tell me if I was David in this situation – it probably wasn't a good time to make a decision like this. He basically willed all the property of Saul to Ziba. Yeah. Here, it's all yours. Now, he didn't have all the information. Yeah. He just had one person's word on it. In fact, there's a proverb that says, when one person comes and shares, it sounds great, but when the other person comes and shares, uh oh, there's clarity. Well. And whenever you're going to make a good decision, it's like, when I was at school today, my teacher was so rude to me, and da 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 da. da. And then yeah. you find out later that your son hit your teacher in the forehead with a spitball or something. Yeah. You know, right before that, the whole story is important. Yeah. And so, as a leader, as a mom, as a dad, leader, as a, uh, you know, at work, a le- uh, anywhere you're in a leadership role on your softball team or whatever you're doing, get as much information as possible. Before you make a decision, he yeah. didn't need to will all this stuff to Ziba at that moment. Yeah. He could have just went, thanks, man. That's awesome. You're such a good friend. You know, blah, blah, blah. Ziba couldn't have done anything about that. Yeah. He would have just went, okay, there's the stuff. See you later and walked away. So number one, get all the information you can when you're making a decision. Any thoughts on that, Pastor Brian? Yeah, you know, I, I this happens in my life uh, pretty regularly. I got four kids at the house, and, <laughs> you know, a kid will come to me and say, Dad, can I da-da-da-da-da, or, you know, Mom said blah-blah-blah-blah-blah, and I go, let me talk to Mom about that. Mm-hmm. And my kids have learned that Mom and Dad are going to get an agreement before we make decisions like that because 
I don't know what has already been said or yeah. what's not been said. Yeah. Yeah. Not that my kids are trying to deceive me all the time. I don't. I don't believe that. But I actually want to be in agreement with my wife more than I actually care about what is this this yeah. simple with thing, the, right? With the child, and it's it's rarely ever a big decision that needs to be made. But yet, I think there's health in actually being in agreement with your spouse. And I recognize that many people out there today might be might struggle through this. It's a real thing that you got to oh, deal yeah, with. Absolutely. But when we're in agreement, then now whatever the implications might be of whatever the decision was that we're in agreement about that we're going to sink or swim together on that right yeah, and yeah. we make decisions like that about uh, almost everything like whether it's a financial decision i don't just make random financial decisions in my family's life my wife and i talk about those things and so i like the idea of making slower decisions than qu- the quick hasty ones and mm, especially good. when you're talking about flattery here like this dude comes in and he's like uh you know i did all this for you you know and we see it later in the chapter with absalom like we see this guy who's going to like advise absalom now and he's like wait shouldn't you be out with your friend out over there and he goes no i'm here to serve the king the the chosen one of the Lord, you know, it's just all this, you know, flattery almost and saying the right thing in the circumstance. And that has a feel about it. And it's not always easy to discern that, especially when you're in stressful, maybe hectic situations. Like David's in a pretty not fun environment here to yeah, be made. And decisions. not many people are saying, David, you're a good guy. Yeah, man, we love you. Yeah. You're the you're the man. Yeah, yeah. And so when people are saying you're the man, it feels good, it especially feels- <laughs> if you're you know, Maybe You've been the very man. dry, yeah, yeah. yeah, but very dry in yeah. that area right yeah. now. You know, like you don't really feel like the man anymore. Yeah, yeah. You just have to be careful, I think. And uh, like you were saying, I, I think that that hasty decision can get you into some bad, bad places. So I, I love that you said the pace of it's important, but also something else that you said I think is incredibly important is David had counselors oh. in his life most of the time. Ahithophel yeah. and Hushi or Hushai. I mean, but he doesn't get any counsel. Yeah. He just he just blurts it out. Here it is. The other thing that I think you've got to be very careful, and there's some sort of acronym for this. You probably remember, it, Brian. You're good at this stuff. Oh. But when you're angry. Oh yeah. When you're sad or you're tired, what is the one that they use for that? Is it mad? Angry, lonely, tired. Um, angry, hungry. Lo- um, halt. H a l t. Hungry, the- angry, lonely, or tired. There you go. Yeah. I knew there was something out there. But he's definitely all of those things. Oh yeah. And he's he's not only he's sad too. It's yeah. heartbroken. There's just he's at the the worst place you could possibly be for making big decisions in your life. Yeah. But he's forced to make some. But he wasn't forced to here. And so you got to be super careful when you're halting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hungry, angry. Uh, lonely, lonely, or tired. Yep. Those are very, very dangerous times to make big decisions. Yeah. And so again, as a leader, we see him making uh, making a big decision in a in a very weakened state. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of times in our lives where we don't recognize the need, or maybe even there's maybe even shame like attached to. Oh, I'm going to get some counseling. Or I'm going to get some oh, you know advice. Yeah, you know there, there, that's not a healthy that's not a healthy place to live to go. I don't I don't need counseling. I'm you good. You know what or, that's called? That's called pride. I yeah, think. yeah. That's it. yeah. We we feel like oh I could do this, and you're you're not maybe the best assessor of if you can or cannot do it in some of those seasons of your life, and so. I, if if we could get anything done in the church and go, you know what, mentorship's not a bad thing, counsel's not a bad thing. These are good, healthy things that we should have in our life to actually help us so that we advance. Now, who you're getting counsel from, who you're getting mentorship from matters too. Like if you're listening to the voice of, you know, somebody who's like your your marriage is a mess and you're going talking to people who've been through, you know, three divorces or something, that's probably not the best advice you can get about, you know, salvaging your marriage, right. you know, and like getting work done. I would say go to somebody who 
has what you want, like yes, not necessarily absolutely. what feels good, right? Absolutely. Like, have somebody close enough to you that will tell you the truth, even if it's painful and it's going to hurt a little bit because it'll promote, it'll push you forward in life. It'll actually push you in the right direction that's God honoring, right? And so just don't be alone out there doing it alone. You don't have to. And, um, I don't know, maybe I might have a, a bit more passion for this in the marriage arena because my, my wife and I really are passionate about seeing marriages restored. And, and we've we've tried to soften the blow in our church recently of going, we want to have a marriage mentorship program where you can have a mentor. You can be connected to somebody in your marriage to grow. It's something that my wife and I have valued for years and years and years. I want to be around people that have had success in their marriage. We just celebrated 19 years of marriage, but I want to be around people that have been married 40 years, 50 years, because I know we've been through all sorts of seasons. And 19 years in, i got three teenagers at home. I don't know how to do this yes. like i yes. need people who've been that and walked that road and done it, done it together so i don't know just the advice you're getting and where you're getting it really matters I, i'm gonna throw something out there and this is we all need people that we are the same age with that we walk through life together yeah. that's important yeah as iron sharpens iron so man sharpens account so one man sharpens the countenance of his friend but i've got this kind of thing that i think is, has served me well yeah. a 10-year rule yeah if i need advice on something in life where I'm at right now, I usually try to find somebody 10 years in front of me it's good. in that area. Uh, if I'm a newlywed and like, you know, maybe some by some crazy chance you're, you know, you saved your virginity and you're going into, it's like a little bit scary and a yeah. little bit intimidating, all of that stuff, exciting too, and yeah. something you're really looking forward to. I wouldn't talk to somebody who's been married a year. Yeah, I'd talk to somebody who's been married 10 years. Yeah. I would, you know, and and that could be banking, that could be buying a home, that could be any advice that I needed. I would generally look for that 10-year rule. Find somebody 10 years out in front of me. It's not 40 years out in front of me because maybe they're, you know, all back in the old days. I'm guilty of that sometimes. So that 10 years makes it kind of cool because it's close enough to feel a connection to where you're at but not so far away that you you know you're like well I don't know if that'll work anymore you know we we don't light fires with rocks I've got an automatic thing on my stove <laughs> now that lights the burner so I thought that was interesting can I jump on another yeah, thing sure this this flattery thing that you talked about yeah I think that's the reason that um, it goes the way it goes with Ahithophel. Yeah. And with Hushai, and I don't want to get into the next chapter on it, but that flattery thing is so big in this whole story, and and who's saying what to who as far as their ego. But the thing that I want to talk about for a moment is Ahithophel. He is David's close counselor. Yeah. And it seems like he instantly jumps on board with Absalom, the, the rebel. Why? Why did he do that? What's going on here with him that he makes this quick change? Any ideas? I don't. I I don't have a great idea. I mean, the only thing I that what what's I was like, man, is this guy looking for power himself? You know, like yeah. if he could if he could draw near to the next guy, maybe he's going to get something better than what he had. You know, with with dad over here. You know, and um, again, it's this flattery thing with you know ill intentions. You know, yeah. and that's that's all that stuck out to me. I'm like, man, this dude is trying to get something out of the deal. Like it just looks that way. Now, of course, looking at this centuries later, looking back on it, it looks like, hey, maybe he's trying to get something here. But in the middle of that, maybe he's just trying to serve the king. Like it yeah. could just be a, a humble and ignorance thing. I, I just don't know. I do have a secret part of this yes. that that comes out here. Do you know that he is Bathsheba's grandfather? Okay. 
He is Bathsheba's grandfather. He knows some of the story a little bit deeper. He knows the background. He knows David killed Uriah. And I think there's a really good chance that he held a grudge this whole time. And he kept close to David not because he thought David was the best guy on the planet. Yeah. But he kept close to David looking for an opportunity to do exactly. I mean, because you look at his advice here. Go into your father's concubines. Go get some revenge. Yeah, and and do it on the roof of the palace so everybody in Jerusalem sees what you're doing. That is, And so then Israel will hear you're abhorred by your father. This is no chance of reconciliation at all. Um, and and it is exact fulfillment of what uh, was it Nathan said to David mm. after the sin with Bathsheba in chapter twelve back at chapter twelve, um, and and God said, you know, you did this in secret, but sure. it's going to happen to you right out in the open. This is the exact whew, fulfillment of this. The other thing that I thought was interesting in getting counsel yeah. and information here is Absalom, and I'm going to say he's proud. Now, I'm not judging him in the sense because I've had issues on lots of areas of my own life, but he's proud, vindictive, Hmm. adulterous, and insensuous. I mean, because there's just a lot going on here, and I break down all the family ties, but it's it's not good. But who Absalom didn't consult. Yeah. He didn't go to the priests. Mm -hmm. He didn't go sit before the ark. He didn't go worship. He didn't do any of the things that we see David doing in his life when he was faced with a big decision and he had time to process it. So much of the time, David ended up in front of the ark of the covenant and talking to the priests and saying, hey, what should I do here, God? It's just such a sad, it's just such uh, a sad move. Like you, you look at like one of his first moves here, like Absalom is like, you know, going into the palace, here I go. And what are you going to do? You're going to go on the roof and go into all the concubines. Like, is there nothing better you could do? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, this is how you want to start your, like your move, Legacy. you know? Yeah. This is, this is what you're going to build your platform, quote unquote. You know, like everyone's got a platform out there right now. Like, you know, politically, this is his oh, platform yeah. that he's going to stand on is go, Oh, watch this guys. Here, the whole the whole nation can actually see this. Like this is so ridiculous on so many <laughs> levels. But, you know, I it's it's really just kind of his heart coming out. Like, oh, you know, like at yeah. the end of the day, this exactly. is exposing the issues of his heart, you know. Exactly. And going, man, look at this. This is so it seems so vile and so broken, you know. And that's the platform that he's gonna stand on and his legacy is gonna be built off of this. So, like yeah. this is just so sad. Like even the, the you know, standing at the gate and how how this all began for Absalom, mm. you know, trying to move people in this direction and then the epitome now is like, Oh, I got it, I got the palace, let's go do this and it is just sad and crazy and really just grievous you know but like you said he could have been out to worship god let's go worship god but instead he's going to go worship some other mess anyway we got to get to a break all right see you in a minute you are listening to the morning breath podcast from east coast christian center we will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, we were talking during the break about uh, this guy, Shimei, cursing David and Abishai wanting to kill him. And David said, no, um, let him curse me. You know, my own son wants to kill me. Let him alone and let him curse me. And as we talked about, Brian said some very insightful things, but I'll, I'll say this real quick. Is David repented, and David fell on his face, Psalms yeah. 51, great stuff, the right thing to do. But some sin, even though today we were under the blood of Jesus, and there is great forgiveness, yeah. and God can make things new, sin has 
an effect. Yeah. It brings death. And obviously some sins bring more death than others. Not that, you know, they're more important to God or less important, but they could be more important to your family. Yeah. You know, adultery is a kind of sin that just causes fractures to go out in every direction and they're out there and they have an effect on our children, on our on our wife, our husband, our this, our that, much more than, you know, stealing a pack of gum. Yeah. Now, if you steal a pack of gum and you get caught and you're the head of NASA or a pastor, that's gonna have some fractures too. Yeah, sure. And God'll forgive you. Yeah. But yet sin God the enemy wants to kill, steal and destroy. And he takes every opportunity he can in those situations. Want to add anything to that as we go? It's just a really, it's just a really sad, you know, depiction of, you know, just the grief maybe even that uh, that David carried. That, oh. you know, he just was so, you know, broken by his sin back there that it was just, you know, okay, go ahead, curse me. I deserve know? it. <laughs> so sad. And that's kind of where Stealing we stealing that authority piece from. But him. be careful, you don't let the devil take free reign in your life because you feel like you deserve it. Yeah. God bless you guys. Have a great day in Christ. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.